Thanks for tuning in to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What is up? What is up, everybody? It's me and Snark. And no, it's not an entertainment news break, but it does have to do with entertainment because this is the very first part of our journey to the road of uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, if I'm not mistaken. The fifth That's right. installment coming out for the Indiana Jones series, uh, even though some people don't like to count the fourth one very much. And it looks like uh, I think we've talked about this on the entertainment news break that the Indiana Jones uh this new one dollar destiny's got some mixed reviews going out there so uh we'll have to see for ourselves and everything else because not every time uh do us as fans uh line up with say the critics because it's the critics that are coming out they were able to see it at like the can film festival i think it was called sure <clears throat> but they were able to get an early screening and they were able to review it. They actually let them review it. And they went on Rotten Tomatoes and uh, did their reviews. And it doesn't look super promising. But, like I said, we can't get ourselves down from some critics. Because uh, sometimes they get it wrong. And uh, we love it anyway. So, here it is, baby. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Kind of like a retro review, man. Going back, watching the old school film. The film that started it all. And we're just going to talk about it, man. We're just going to talk about like some of our favorite moments and, and things about the movie and stuff that we saw when we watched it uh, and everything else. So uh, let's get it started, man. Uh, Snart, Indiana Jones and the Lost Ark and Raiders of the Lost Ark. How did you like it? Uh, well, of course, I absolutely love I've loved it since the moment I went to see it. I was uh, seven years old. I remember bugging my dad uh, to go see it. I thought... We like I really wanted to go see it the opening weekend. I don't think I got to see it till the next week. Cause I kept bugging my dad, like we gotta go, we gotta go. Like all my kids said, all like the, all the kids on my grade had already seen it, so it's like we gotta go see this. And uh, yeah, I, it was perfect then, and it holds up. It's still perfect now. Uh, the only I, I love thing it. I would say, because you said the hold up, and one of the things that I noticed when I watched this movie is the difference between back then and now with cgi like yeah. i almost wish they would do like a remastered version where they go in and like do some of the special effects or whatever especially like with the arc at the end of the movie film and stuff like that like some mm -hmm. of that stuff like if you watch it now so like let's like let, let's be honest here so like let's say you're a younger a uh, younger guy you're not like us you know what i'm saying that we saw movies from back in the day and man, and we've got to see the CGI kind of like expand throughout the years to what it is now, which is just mm -hmm. amazing. Sometimes you can't even tell something's fake. It looks so real. Uh, so if you're a younger person and you go watch this movie, you're going to watch this movie for the story, for the action, all that kind of stuff, right? For the stunt man doing the thing, because we all know Harrison Ford didn't do all those things. How dare you? But, yeah, but with that being said, 
uh, yeah, you kind of do have to put like and realize when this film was done, when this film was put out, uh, and everything else, and kind of like ignore the fact that all right, cool, the CGI that that was the one thing that the story, the characters, the fight scenes, the action sequences, the way this movie's put together, I agree with you 100% withstands the test of time. Only thing that doesn't is some of the CGI work. There's an episode of South Park where uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg decide to do a, a new version of Raiders of the Lost Ark, i.e. like what uh, George Lucas did to the uh, Star Wars original trilogy. Right. And uh, so, yeah, you can you can watch that in reference to uh, how you, you may not get, you may not always get what you want or whatever, and sometimes it's not best. But I watched it just upscaled. Like, I, I watched it in 4K or whatever it is, like, for the first time. And yeah, I, I long for the days of even like of watching it on VHS. It just looks better as that old thing. Like that very first scene or whatever you see, it's that old school uh, Paramount of uh, uh, Paramount Pictures or whatever thing or whatever has that mountain and stuff like that just painted in. So you know, the, this is supposed to it's supposed to look like it's from the 1930s, 1940s and stuff like that. The aesthetic, I think, it just doesn't it just doesn't feel the same watching it in 4k as you did when you watched it like originally in the theaters or uh on vhs growing up or whatever you had even dvd makes it still kind of look uh, a little more homey like the the 4k transfer stuff like that looks great and there's parts that look fantastic it's just uh, is this how it's supposed to look not really you're supposed to you know you're supposed to, like it's made up of it's supposed to be like a, well originally they wanted to be like a like you were saying you wanted a, an american kind of james bond well that's what they were originally thinking about trying to do because george lucas wanted to do a james bond movie at some point well we can do this instead uh, but they also took that love of serials that they all watched when they were kids and that's how you got star wars that's how you got indiana jones it's supposed to feel like an old 40 style adventure serial and you get it it's still there with the 4k like the story is still the same everything is still the same and by the way i love the the effects at the end i still do that when the when the one spirit comes out with the lady's face and turns no no not not now when i say what i say i'm not saying that all of it was bad some of it uh was actually still like good like i and, and if you put it in uh like perspective of like when this was done and stuff man dude like the melting of the faces <laughs> and everything else like like how the hell did they do that back then right they didn't have like all these computer things uh like we have and everything else they just, so, like a lot of this stuff was practical effects they just took a couple of unfortunate souls and melted them that's how they did it that's how that's the only way they could do it yeah, practical it melted, practical melted real people on yeah the it's like yeah, thank you for deep, your sacrifice, sir. One of the deep dark secrets of Raiders of the Lost Ark, they just murdered people. That's why they yeah. did it on a faraway country. They just like there's no laws here, you can do whatever you want. It was but it's nah, not man. like those people were good people or anything. They probably did something bad at some point, just melted them. The the sets here were all like uh super good, good, super cool. Oh, yeah. Uh the opening uh sequence of Indiana Jones, like this is some of the stuff that, like, compared to some of the stuff today, uh, that I have to give these some of these older movies like super good props on storytelling. You don't have to unload a lot of baggage, you can just show us 
it opens up, you know, Indiana Jones is like coming, uh, you know, up on a crest and everything else. And you get it from behind and you see like what he's wearing. So, you know, at the very beginning, like, okay, this is some adventure guys. You know, he looks like this, like adventurous archaeologist or whatever. Right. Like from the very beginning, they don't have to explain all that. You know, they and they make their way into, you know, into this cave to like uh, get this relic or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And just the opening scene of uh, them going through the thing, you see the dangers, uh, but of the what do you want to call it? The great, the the great big huge rock chase is one of the most like remembered, uh, thought about uh, movie scenes in like almost any movie, but especially in like a style of like what do you want to call it? Like a caper style movie, you know, like where someone's mm-hmm. trying to go in there and steal or rock like any of these adventure style kind of films that that scene itself is iconic everybody remembers the great big ball of rock like chasing indiana jones as he's like running through all these things and 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 trying to escape and everything else and just the way they set up a story it's just man sometimes it's just so much better back then like I just love a lot of things about this old school film. And one of them is like, I got it on my tagline right here. Like you have, uh, you hate snakes too, but uh, I have women can be strong in a dress, man. Cause I love the fact that this woman, she's like that to get introduced into the story is like, she's a strong female character, strong woman out there doing her thing. And uh, some of the parts of the movie, she's having to do it in a dress, you know, and it's not the most comfortable thing, but then that makes it, like her character even like more badass to me that she's having to do this and like not wearing the adventurer gear and stuff like that like Indiana Jones is wearing and you know she's having to do whatever she can to survive like uh in this whole setting of these Nazis trying to get the ark of the covenant and it's just man and, and this the way they do things right it's like you don't have to make one character look bad or worse <clears throat> to uplift another character like you see do in more of these recent movies and stuff like that. Like Indiana Jones is a strong character, but you could argue in a lot of ways that the female character, and I can't remember her name right off the top of my head, but how dare you? But the female character in Indiana Jones is like a super strong character as well. You could almost say she's as strong or stronger at points, but it's not done in a way that tries to like, uh bring down the other character this is about lifting both of these characters up in their own kind of way they both have their own personalities and everything else it just kind of works together the chemistry they had in this movie um just really good things that were going on in this film that like i think you are missing a lot and like some of these newer films that are coming out i just love the way they put up the story and, and just told the story right uh yeah of course everything can't be the adventure but like they had their downtime here and there but it seemed like they picked the right moments to do that it didn't drag on too long because then something else was happening uh just the you didn't just even have the the nazis as like being the bad guys by themselves there were all these like intricate little woven in parts you got the guy that at the very beginning of the film after indiana jones worked his relic it basically just gets stole from him uh at the end so and and like i said there wasn't a lot of like oh we got to set this guy's character up you knew what that guy was whenever he stole the relic from indiana jones you knew he was probably going to show back up you knew he's going to be doing his things man it was just 
I, just chef's kiss to the layout of the film the way it's done like like i said you were you hit the nose on the head maybe you can take the cgi out and whatnot and maybe that doesn't stand the test of time because of how good cgi and computer stuff is today but story-wise how to tell a story will stand up probably for the rest of time this is a great story a fun movie uh first of all uh how dare you forget Marion Ravenwood's name. Uh, and Marion. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you said it, too, it's like right, right back in my head. Marion. So, because he says it all the time. He's like screaming her name out during that yeah. one scene where like he thinks he like blows her up in the truck, which is also another cool thing to do. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Re watching it, I hadn't watched this movie in years and years and years. Uh, but re watching it, uh, I was, I don't, want to say I was surprised, but I'm so happy that uh, I just seem to enjoy Marion so much more than I did when I was a little kid. I think she was friggin' kick-ass, uh, like, out drinking. The first time you see her in the entire movie, she's out drinking a guy three times her size. And, uh, uh, you know, I can always respect that. But, uh, yeah, she doesn't, she's not the typical damsel in distress. She can, she's a fighter, uh, essential to the story she's yeah uh karen allen was terrific playing her uh you know she pops up again in a later movie and you know it's not she's not quite the same as uh she was in this one but uh yeah uh she was absolutely incredible um we didn't say like that go let's go back to that that opening scene with the the uh boulder and uh, again, incredibly iconic scene, and it has been referenced and uh, spoofed in so many things. Like there was a, an episode of The Simpsons earlier on where Bart grabs uh, money out of Homer's wallet. He chases him. He falls down the stairs, and Homer's the boulder. Uh, and then uh, he uses a scarf to uh, to whip himself onto the bus. Uh, so there's that, and there's Troy and Abed have a, a paper mache uh, thing about it and stuff like that in their apartment and community. Uh, one thing that isn't really noticed, Alfred Molina was the guy that uh, uh, brought him over into the cave or whatever. He was the one guy that actually lived, bringing him over to the cave. Lived for a bit. Uh, I guess mm -hmm. that was his first credited role, Alfred Molina. Like, I, when I saw him there, I was like, oh shit, I know that guy. Uh, so I had to look at whatever. They say it's his first credited role, but uh, it looks like he had some shown a, a sitcom about a wrestler or something like that before that maybe so it doesn't guys doesn't count if it's not on the big screen doesn't count we all know that mm -hmm. uh but uh yeah but that opening thing just shows you who indy is you know what you're going to be in for you're going to be uh you're like before you even hear him talk he uses his bullwhip right so uh you know he's you're in for an adventure yeah and the times back for you know he's going to get in trouble at times he's going to use his surroundings the bullwhip's going to come into play. He's smart, uh, and but also the quick wit and stuff like that is there. So lots you can see lots of similarities in that cold open that you can see in, say, like a James Bond cold open. I think that was very much uh, on purpose. Uh, and then the next mellow thing, you gets off there. And here's another thing. Harrison Ford's enemies are the worst shots ever. Like, you go to Star Wars, and St Stormtroopers famous for how they can't hit the side of a barn, right? Well, these guys come up with the, the names to their whatever, come up with Belloc. Sure. I want to defend 
Oh my God. The stormtroopers out there. Oh, brother. Listen, I don't care who you are. You could be the best marksman walking the planet. But when you're shooting something that has plot armor, like Indiana (laughs) Jones, right? You're going to miss. Yeah, that's true. Because you can't do nothing. That's physics. You can't do nothing to plot armor. You can't do it. Like, there's nothing. (laughs) Like, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm okay with uh, people missing or whatever, right? Like just not hitting the target. Indiana Jones is moving around. So it's not like it's the easiest thing to hit or whatever, but man, I'm getting tired of like seeing movies where people do get hit or they get shot so close that they, and they throw a tuxedo like thing in front of their face. (laughs) You see that crap in like John Wick? Bro, he's just running around throwing like his like uh, tuxedo jacket or you know overcoat or whatever over his face because it's bulletproof. Nice. Bruh, that shit ain't working, son. It would have knocked the fabric back, and he still hit him in the face. All right, unbelievable. So let's get real. Unbelievable. But, I, but I, I'm gonna be honest with you though. I love the the setups for some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones runs away from the boulder. He gets away. He's running from all those guys, looking like he's in the movie Platoon. He's running away from all these dudes with these Ooh, arrows and nice, stuff, yeah. trying to get him. And he like jumps on the plane and he gets on there. And he uh, there's a snake in his lap and he's yelling <laughs> at home, dude, his friend that was flying the plane, like mm-hmm. I hate snakes and everything else. And it's like a funny kind of moment, mm-hmm. but it comes back where when he's trying to get the art, there's all these snakes, like not just one snake, but a bunch of damn snakes, right? Like it, so, it sets it up, right? It, it sets it up in a in a, in, a, in a cool way. Same thing uh, with Marion, right? Like earlier in the film, like you said, she's out drinking this dude. It's like way bigger than her, and all this stuff because like she she's running like a bar and establishment and everything else. In the Paul later in the movie, she uses that to try to get an advantage to be able to escape, and she almost does. Because she likes sitting there drinking, you know, with home dude that really likes her, uh, Indiana Jones's arch uh, nemesis over there, and she almost pulls it off. She almost gets away uh, uh, scot free, basically, from the whole situation because she, he gets super drunk and she's acting like she's drunk because he's like, "Oh, there ain't no way she can drink more than I can." And she's over there like just taking them down, man, taking them down, and she's still okay. She's still perfectly fine. But it set that up, man. It's like old school ways to tell a story and set something up. Don't beat you in the face with it. Mm-hmm. Have a little short scene uh, and then move on to something else that sets up, right? Like now, because they did that little setup when she does the escape plan of out drinking, they don't have to explain it. It's perfect sense. We saw in the movie, she can out drink, you know, people like three or four Got times this big. Exactly. So she can do that. And, and they point that out. But they don't beat you over the face with it, man. I, I think that's like really good setups in the film, all this kind of stuff. Like I said, with the arch nemesis bringing him in, well, you got the Nazis, which are like the bad, bad, bad guys, and then you got this guy that's kind of like a robbery to Indiana Jones. He does all these things <laughs> Indiana Jones wants to do, but he does it for money. Whereas Indiana Jones wants to put it like in a museum or whatever, put it where it needs to be. Yeah, he doesn't really do it for the money, and. The setup with Indiana Jones being smart, that it ain't just this dude. Because you got to remember, back when this movie was coming out, there was all these action movies with, like, uh, uh, the different, like, action stars of the time, like mm-hmm. Arnold and 
uh, Stallone Chuck Norris. and everything else, right? Like where they were always these big dudes, like just going around shooting everybody. They were they sounded stupid and probably were stupid in a lot of ways oh, in boy. the film and everything else. But like Indiana Jones, for instance, like it was this really cool, like different. Like, okay, this guy is a good adventurer. He can think on his feet, like, and he can do things and he can get out of sticky situations. But you know what? He's not just going to beat up the bad guy. Like, they're going to beat him up some. He's got to take oh, yeah. the punches and roll with it. Like, and he's a very smart guy. He's a professor at a school, like, teaching things. So, like, he's very smart. He can be articulate. Like, he can be the witty guy, like you're saying. And it makes perfect sense. But all they did was a small scene at the beginning after the main opening where he's teaching at a school. Yep. Right. He's teaching his class before the guy comes in and tells him about this adventure that he may have to go on. His simple setup that means a lot. And it didn't take a lot of time out of the film. Didn't take a lot of time out of the action. It was perfect and just done so well. And like I said, it uh, was a contrast to what we were getting around the time, you know, with movies like, uh, just on anything like so the Stallone did back in the days, Arnold, uh, with his like, you know, like just any well, the, yeah, just the Arnold, any of the movies. The Arnold movies were coming. Uh like Commando. The, right. Yeah, those were coming. And then Conan, I think, comes out the year after this and stuff like that. So uh yeah, those are all coming and stuff like that. I think a lot of them were predicated on the success of this. It's like we can do this again, guys. We can we can have this kind of franchise where it's just adventure, it's shooting, and blah 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 blah. Uh, for the most part, it's just good fun. Uh, you know, a couple of supernatural things, couple of uh, a couple of s- few swear words in this movie. I never remembered when I was a kid. So it was I, also uh, a lot it, more uh, bloody than I remember, to be honest with you. There's quite. You a don't bit think of- about Indiana Jones and like these blood, but like even the first cave scene. There's like a dude that's like dead, yeah. that's rotted in the thing, yeah. and then then the guy that you said that tried to Alfred screw Molina Indiana over, yeah. and Alfred Molina got his ass taken care of, and he's all bloodied up and stuff, where he got poked with spikes. The, the other guy with all the this, darts in his back, and they push yeah. him down. Oh the yeah, sh- the the uh, during the film, like the shots that happen with people in their head, shoots them in the head and stuff, and like you see the like blood come out and everything else. Like there's a lot of like there's a lot the of one blood. guy gets chopped up with a propeller. You don't yeah. see it. You just see the you blood. You don't see it. I kind of wanted to, man. I kind of wanted to. Holy Hannah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I kind of wanted to see it. But I'm a big horror fan. I'm a big, huge horror fan. So I, I like that true. kind of stuff. That's true. Uh, you're also a big Star Wars fan. Did you know? Did you uh, recognize who one of the people was that uh, uh, was part of Army Intelligence? The ones that brought him uh, the stuff or whatever, saying, like, uh, we'd like you to chase after what the Nazis are chasing after here? Oh, uh, I wasn't like trying to pay attention or catch any of that, but who it was, is it? Go ahead. Let me know. Porkins. Oh, Porkins, baby. Old Porkins. Hell oh, yeah, yeah, baby. The real hero of the galaxy, man. He <laughs> sacrificed himself for the galaxy. I think there. he was the first one. I think he was, wasn't he the first pilot that got blown up or something? I just remember losing up or something like that. He was in the Death uh, Star, the first Death Star yeah, run. He got yeah. taken out, but like without his sacrifice, uh, they don't even get the job done. So thank you, Porkins. Yeah. But nah, man, nice there's. I will say this, talking about Star Wars is uh, the music. There were times where I got hints of Star Wars feel. 100%. Music. Yep, like, 100%. Maybe not the Indiana Jones pure theme, but like when things were slowed down and they had the slower style feel of the music, I was like, hey, 
I, I was thinking, is this like Princess Leia's theme or? Exactly. I was like, about to say the same thing. When when he thinks she's blown up and he's having drinks by himself, that da 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 da. It's like, yeah, that, I think that's Princess Leia's theme, isn't it? Yeah, it sounded like it, man. So like that, that's that what is you something. Get. Like he's I mean, recording got... this one, you know, not long after uh, he did Star Wars and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, it could have still been in his brain. It's like, maybe I could borrow a little it's bit. Similar. Like, well, sure it's similar. I'm pretty sure it's different. Hey, I'm pretty sure it's different. But even if it's the same damn track, it don't matter. It's John Williams. He can do what he yeah. wants to do with his music. So yeah, he can put it, it wherever he wants to. So Big Daddy right. John Williams. Wow. Uh, did this music, did Star Wars, did Jaws, all this stuff. Uh, most of your first Superman-like theme that yeah. people like know even today. Like, don't forget Superman. So the music's great in this. The direction's great in this. The way that you tell a story is great in this. Harrison the, Ford shows the out sound this kind effect. of character. The sound of the punches in this movie are oh, yeah. amazing. They're amazing. I think the guys that uh, – I'm pretty sure that the guys that uh, – uh, uh, did the sound effects got a special Oscar for achievement? Possibly, man, yep. because I'm going to tell you when there's a like rocks and rubble and stuff like that falling around, it sounds great. But I know those rocks and rubble are styrofoam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fiberglass. Like, the boulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically, like there ain't none of this shit like real stone. But the way they make it sound and tried yeah. to make it look uh, and everything else, like uh, specifically thinking of one scene, you know, where Indiana Jones are trapped in there with the snakes and they close the hole up because they're like, ah, oh, we got you, Indiana. You'll be down there forever kind of thing. Now you're trapped in there. And he like, uh, gets up on the top of that statue and like rocks back and forth and gets it to fall into the wall to bust a hole. And then the rocks uh, are like part of the wall, like falling down, bro. <laughs> it's like, it sounds great, but the whole time I'm like, whoa, dog, uh, this ain't doing that good, man. It, the way it settles, you can what? tell it's not real rock. The way the things were hitting each other and settling <laughs> down. No, what's funny thing about that? So he has a team of guys going overnight, and they're gonna. He knows the spot. He goes to the well of souls. He puts the staff down and shows them. Great. He says, "Oh, they're digging in the wrong spot." So he gets all the guys. It's like well, we're gonna dig here. We gotta build it up and stuff like that. He gets in, uh, gets the stuff. Oh, uh, here comes the Nazis. He's trapped. He throws Marion in, uh, blah, blah, blah. We're talking. Snakes are coming. He knocks down the one creepy uh, huge statue of the dog god there and knocks a hole in the wall. They escape over to the hole in the wall. They see, like, oh, there's a light. We can push that over. They push this thing over, and it goes directly to the Nazi airfield where the outside of the tunnel or the outside of the tomb or whatever is just exposed with hieroglyphs and stuff like that. Why did the Nazis ever check in that tomb? They checked everywhere else, and they were parked right beside it. Yeah, and also the rock that he pushes out to get the opening to come yeah. out where the it's like, bro, that rock's so damn big. There ain't no way in hell that, you pushing thousands that. Thousands of pounds. Yeah, there's no way in hell you pushing that over. Well, he's a strong That's man. almost when he pushes that rock through that hole to like get that opening so that they can escape. I'm over here thinking like this is more of a miracle than the pyramids being built. Wow! Like that. I mean, that's truly like there is no way you pushing that big ass stone out the way <laughs> like that. He don't have the force. He never even had it in Star Wars. Yeah, he would have to be stepping on his tiptoes to do it too. So he's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're not even like flat footed. Don't even have leverage or whatever. Listen, he's who's who's the professor around there? Us or him? It's probably got some kind of mathematics thing about Whatever, it. Whatever. Get yeah, out of here it's... with that bull crap, man. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It, mm -hmm. It's a great movie. Yeah. We can laugh Plot and have armor. fun with Plot some armor. of the things. Yeah. 
but we can laugh and have some of the fun with the things that were kind of a little bit goofy. But no, nah, overall, man, this movie right here is just fantastic, man. It's like I said, the whole way, I the think, whole way through. I think the problem with today is just keep the basics of storytelling. Like, stop trying to be too fancy. Stop trying to uh, push even agendas or whatever. Right? Like, stop trying to like. Uh, it's just too much of this. Like. We're going to bring one character down to bring one character up kind of things. Like I said, they elevated both the main characters in this, Indiana Jones and Marion. They both had their strengths and their weaknesses, you know, and they didn't have to make one look dumb, you know, to, to make the other one look great. And this is how you do it. It's like I said, women can be strong in a dress, man. And this movie proves that. And it you don't have to, like, have the women look like they're, ultra commandos you know from like uh you know the navy seals or something like that for them to be a badass you know what i'm saying they can actually you can still be a woman and be a badass and this type of movie proves it like i said that's the biggest takeaway that i took from this film when i rewatched it i'm like you when i watched it when i was younger you know whatever i'm a young kid i'm a young boy but like re-watching it like i really had an appreciation for uh the 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 co-actress here i really had appreciation for the marion character because a lot of times in like these movies nowadays it's like oh wait oh this person's going to be super dumb so that we can uh make this character look like oh yeah the greatest thing in the world and it's just to me it's just starting to be like bro like stop doing that every time you don't have to do that uh i really think spider uh across the spider verse uh the new Spider-Man movie. I was lucky Ooh. enough to go uh, able to see so far this weekend. I'm going to take my son. I'm going to watch it twice because I'm going to take my son once too. But like the same thing in that story. You have the, let's stop having this struggle. It doesn't matter if the character's male or if the character's female. Let's and, and everything else. Let's put these people in there together and let's you, you can tell a story with both things and not make the other one look like crap. Like I, I just don't understand why people's got to do that sometimes. Uh, just lazy s- storytelling. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, everyone could be a hero. Um, Raven, uh, Ravenwood, like Marion Ravenwood. Uh, yeah, is like in when you think about it, when she's saying that uh, she and Indy were uh, uh, together before, and that uh, uh, it was ten years since you met. And I was like, one thing I kept thinking is, um. How old is she supposed to be? Because she didn't look like she was like 30 something years old in the movie. So I was like, oh my goodness, uh, that could be troubling. But uh, something that, you know, she says once or whatever, and it, it's never addressed again. But I also thought it was funny for, just from that scene where uh, uh, he hasn't seen her, she hasn't seen him in 10 years after he dumps her or whatever. And the, one of the first things he says is, trust me. He's like, what? <laughs> so whatever. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna ask you a question. Um, you're a big Star Wars guy, and I know that the dark side is uh, strong with you. Obviously, mm. have you ever thought of an idea of having an evil archaeologist around? I mean, I think you kind of had one in this film. <laughs> yeah. Right, I- but like, I don't think. It would have been cool to me if this guy would have survived, right? 
<laughs> did he if, ever if this go guy would have went on and this guy would have been say like the dark side of indiana jones basically like where he, like you said he wanted the money but i would have wanted to have a if if you did that i would have wanted to have a guy who's equal to indiana jones and in skill right right and, and not just uh, this guy's got a lot of money and can throw money everywhere like the character in this movie was right well, <laughs> which is fine there. for this film fine for this movie and fine uh, especially because you he dies in the end like he, he's one oh of the, does he ever. he's one of the face metal he, he gets his face he, melted he actually his head <laughs> oh actually yo his head explodes. actually explodes yeah his head actually explodes. they had to th- they had to throw fire in front of that scene i guess it was so graphic i guess they went after kind of like a scanners kind of vibe it was so graphic that they had to throw fire in front of it just so they didn't get an R rating. This right, is going to be a like, rated R movie just for that scene. Yeah, it, it was it, it was done well, mm-hmm. but and, and I'm fine with what they ended up doing. But I th- always thought it was kind of like deep down, like it would have kind of been cool if we would have had that evil archaeologist, right? And it was kind of like <laughs> this thing where they had back and forth. And maybe that guy's good enough to also get away in a sticky situation. But Indiana Jones came up on top and then in the next film indiana jones is going after something else and you got this bad guy and you could also i but i do love the fact that this movie and you could have did it go ongoing where this movie didn't have just one bad guy right it wasn't just one mm-hmm. central focus it was you had the nazis trying to get it um this this arc you had uh you know his character <clears throat> the the bad guy with the money also trying to do it so you had these different like you know t- uh just ways evil to weave all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that about the film. But like I said there's a lot to enjoy about this film, but it's just old school fun. Yeah, like turn it on, like, and it, it's one of those uh, movies to me. Uh, it reminds me a little bit about Solo, and I know some people don't like that film, but I actually like it. But like mm-hmm. the same way with Solo, where I could throw that movie on in the background and be doing something right. Sure. But then even though I'm not watching the movie uh, super intently every second because I've already seen it a few times. Like there is still times where whatever I'm doing, I get sidetracked and find myself looking at the screen because it's like a fun moment or it's a fun point in the movie. And it's, it's they're fun similar characters, Indiana yeah. Jones and Han Solo. Like they're so similar. They're played by the same guy, at least for a few of the movies. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's an adventure. It's an adventure story, and they're fun. They're yeah, they're, they're not going after any kind of agenda or anything like that. It's just like here's a the guy. There's some problems. We got the worst enemies in the world that we can throw at him. Guess what? A bunch of them are gonna get killed. Everyone should have a good time, and everybody does. I don't know yeah. anybody who doesn't like who doesn't like Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know those kind of yeah. I don't. I don't know of anybody from says- prison. They, you know what? I don't know of anybody out there that that'll admit it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If they want to try to come in here, like you want to come up in the comments, come up in the comments. Go down there, get your fingers ready, type Ooh. your little "I don't like Raiders of the Lost Ark" bull crap in the comments if you want. Go ahead, do it, and I'll respond. I'll real respond. But I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now, I don't think anybody ever is going to be putting a negative comment about Raiders of the Lost Ark, no. one of the greatest action films of all time. To some people, it might be their favorite, but it's definitely probably in most people's top 10 if you really look at it, uh, you know, just from the years down. You know, obviously, you're going to have like Die Hard up there is probably a lot of people's favorites and stuff. But Raiders of the Lost Ark ranks up there. But I'm going to be honest with you. 
the crazy part about that is we're going to be doing this road to Indiana Jones and the Dial yep. of Destiny. This is not my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Ooh, very good. All right, that's that's ooh, that's nice. Okay, I think I know which one. I I pretty sure which one it would have to be, but we'll get to it when we get to it. I'm guessing. Oh uh, well, I mean, I go ahead and tell it right now. Oh I, boy, if I'm not mistaken, unless I'm wrong because uh i don't think about it as much as i do star wars but uh it may mm -hmm. be the next one that has to be reviewed wow because my favorite is indiana jones and the temple of doom oh my goodness gracious no not the one i was thinking of at all uh what'd you think it was crystal skull just kidding oh, I, shit. I, I, <laughs> indiana jones and the temple of doom man yeah. is coming up and uh i'm excited for it because like i think that's to me uh, even better it's one of those rare moments where like the sequel actually turns out to be better than the original even wow, though the original is still good and it's not because the original sucked and then they made a second movie that was better or any of that it was the original movie was super great started a franchise the second movie even done better look at star wars we've talked about it a lot but there's similarities obviously in these two things there's a lot of the same people that worked on these movies but you had a new hope and a lot of people will say the sequel empire strikes back is actually better than the original as a movie so that's one of the things i think uh we're going to cut into with this you know not all the time nowadays do you get a sequel that's just as good or better than the uh first uh i'm surprised by that um yeah temple of doom uh wasn't my i wouldn't have put it in my top uh in my top uh, two of uh, the movies coming up, but yeah, it'll be fascinating to talk about it when you uh, when we get to it on our. I love the Temple review. of Doom, man. It's fun. It's got a Temple of Doom. Mm, that's hmm, really hit the nail on the head. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I it's remember also does, about is, the game. Temple of Doom uh, isn't Temple of Doom. If I'm not mistaken, have the young Asian kid that actually won an Oscar for like the first Short time round. this year. Short round. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And didn't Harrison Ford give him the Oscar or something? Or, or when he did some. He did. He yeah, showed he, up on stage he, for the he best picture or whatever. And yeah, yeah, they had that moment of yeah, it was a pretty uh, cool moment and stuff like that. Yeah. But with that being yeah. said, man, it looks like we talked about later the lost art. Hell, we getting past thirty minutes. Uh, me and Snark talking about good stuff sometimes run a little longer than we want to. But any last words, Snark, before we head out? Honestly, we could have talked about this movie for as long as the movie ran. Like we could have talked about it for two hours, easy. Like we, I think we barely uh, skimmed the surface of Raiders of the Lost Ark. But that's just how good it is. So many iconic scenes. Uh, like we barely did. We even mention them fighting in the streets in Africa. The guy with the uh, the sword going crazy and Indy pulling out the gun. Yeah, to just shoot pulls him. out a gun and shoots him. Another yeah. iconic scene thing yeah. that's talked about forever. I think it was like really hot that day and stuff. And like. Indiana Jones kind of did it almost as a joke. It was improvised. Like, improvised. And everybody, else. everybody on set had food poisoning except Steven Spielberg because all he would eat, he brought a whole bunch of SpaghettiOs over to Tunisia with him. Everybody else ate, got food poisoning, including Harrison Ford. So they tried this stunt twice to where he would uh, get the uh, uh, sword out of the guy's hand. And he said, why don't I just shoot him after two or whatever? He said, okay, let's try that. And that's the shot. Boom. Yeah, yep. and it fits the story because it's like funny. It's that's, hilarious. Yeah, that's who Indiana Jones is. Yeah, perfect. Great. No, not messing around. Awesome. Yeah, Great. so we didn't even mention oh. that. We didn't mention any of the – we didn't mention about him sliding or going underneath the truck and then, uh, 
you know, getting dragged behind the truck by and then climbing back in, punching that guy in the face, the one guy smiling beside him, punching him off a cliff. Oh yeah. There's just so much. There's so much happening in this movie all the time. And even the slow spots are so good. Like uh when him and Marion are in the boat or whatever, and he says, uh, well, where doesn't it hurt? And he goes here and she kisses him there and then he does the this thing over there here or whatever and they make up yeah yep. and then passes out and then proceeds to pass out afterwards it's, look yeah. man that's a gentleman way to do things right there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like that, that that that's a cool creative way to get yourself a kiss i appreciate it i appreciate it harrison ford i appreciate it indiana jones i love indiana jones i love the old school movies crystal skull you know what that can go into crapper oh my uh, goodness and hopefully I'm look. I'm trying to put as much positivity out there. I want this movie. I want this new Indiana Jones to be I good too. Sign wave. Yes. I am getting scared though. I'm getting a little <laughs> worried. I'm getting scared. It doesn't look good. And and like I said, it's because like this isn't the only movie that has done it, but it's because some of the rumblings that I'm hearing is you have Indiana Jones, which is this character that's been iconic for years, and you know, then you have this new character and it doesn't even matter necessarily that it's a female, but this one just happens to be female. So then you also get like the other people trying to get mad because it's supposed to be woke. But you have this female character come in that's supposed to be badass and makes Harrison Ford not look as badass as he used to basically to, to get her over. And now that's some of the problems that people are having stuff like that. And uh man, it sucks. Uh just tell a story where both characters can be just badass. Who cares? Man, woman, child, alien. Wow. Race or creed. It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. Because I'm going to tell you right now, <coughs> people that don't, like, let's say the movie is a bomb. Like, it's not good. The new one. Let's say that happens. And you say you di- you dislike the movie. There's going to be some people that throw accusations at you. Oh, you just don't like it because, like, there's a new female lead and taking over for Indiana Jones and everything else. Right. It's going to be like, Oh, you're a misogynist or something like that. I'm sorry. There's plenty of times like this movie right here where you have a strong fee. I would call her a co-lead in this movie. Like, of course it's called Indiana Jones and it starts out with Indiana Jones. But as soon as she gets put into the movie to me, she's like a co-lead in this movie and a badass character in this film. And I just won't, that it doesn't happen like that all the time. It's it's, it's not uh, just because somebody doesn't like anything doesn't mean they're trying to do anything or have some kind of agenda or whatever. Let people like what they like and don't like what they don't like and everything else. It's like, let's just do the thing, have a good story, tell a great story, and let's just do good characters, man. They're yeah. just, like you said, I think a lot of it happens to be lazy writing. It's like, if we want this person to look super good, and super great. We got to make the person next to him not look as good because that's the easy way. That's the easy way to make a character or someone look super great and look super good. And that's the easy. It's the lazy way too. It is. One hundred percent. We got to stop that. We got to stop doing it. Stop mm-hmm. doing. It. Oh, I was gonna say like, but with that being said, with the prejudice and stuff like that, I was sorry. I got sidetracked for a second, but I was just gonna say the last little bit is. You look at, and this one has to do with race. So you look at Rocky series. Mm-hmm. Rocky, like one through five, whatever, right? It was uh, 
a male white guy, big character, action, the boxing and everything else. And then we had Creed where the main character was of a different race that took over basically Rocky's spot in this series and this franchise. And we've had three great movies because of it. And nobody complains. You want to know why? Because it's freaking awesome. It is yeah. awesome. All three Creed movies are good, right? You could almost put them up there, and maybe some people do, and I wouldn't be mad at them, but you could put the three Creed movies up against the first three Rocky movies, and if you said you like the Creed ones a little bit better, I would not argue with you, but that's the thing. You make good characters, you make good movies, and you put them out there. It doesn't matter who they are or what they look like. It's like, boom, they're great and they're good and everybody has a great time with them um, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Nick Fury in the comic books is supposed to be a white guy, but it's Samuel Jackson playing him and nobody complains. Why? Because Samuel Jackson's a fat ass. He's a good actor and he plays the role good. And especially at the first part of MCU, the movies were good. Nobody's going to complain when the stuff's good. Like, just make good shit. Yeah. Sorry, I went off on a tangent, man. That's fine. I'm just tired of everybody yelling at each other and calling people names and stuff over stuff they either don't like or like or whatever, bro. Like everybody likes something Agreed. different. Everybody wants something different. We're and, and that's what makes the world great because we're all different. We're all different. If we were all the same, you know, if everybody was as sexy as I was and nobody oh, would be boy. sexy, nobody would be sexy. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Like, because everybody would be sexy. Nobody would be sexy. And with that said, until next time, Stay sexy.